attendant in order that he might not have to wait over Sunday before looking through it, and returning such of the contents as he did not propose to keep. And here he found it, when he came in to tea with a friend. The only item with which I am concerned was the rather large black-framed mezzotint, of which I have already quoted the short description given in Mr. Britnell's catalogue. Some more details of it will have to be given, though I cannot hope to put before you the look of the picture as clearly as it is present to my own eye. Very nearly the exact duplicate of it may be seen in a good many old inn parlours, or in the passages of undisturbed country mansions at the present moment. It was a rather indifferent mezzotint, and an indifferent mezzotint is perhaps the worst form of engraving known. It presented a full-face view of a not very large manor house of the last century, with three rows of plain sashed windows with rusticated masonry about them, a parapet with balls or vases at the angles, and a small portico in the centre. On either side were trees, and in front a considerable expanse of lawn. The legend AWF Sculpsit was engraved on the narrow margin, and there was no further inscription. The whole thing gave the impression that it was the work of an amateur. What in the world Mr. Britnell could mean by affixing the price of two guineas to such an object was more than Mr. Williams could imagine. He turned it over with a good deal of contempt. Upon the back was a paper label, the left-hand half of which had been torn off. All that remained were the ends of two lines of writing. The first had the letters N-G-L-E-Y Hall, the second S-S-E-X. It would perhaps be just worthwhile to identify the place represented, which he could easily do with the help of a gazetteer, and then he would send it back to Mr. Britnell with some remarks reflecting upon the judgment of that gentleman. He lighted the candles, for it was now dark, made the tea, and supplied the friend with whom he'd been playing golf, for I believe the authorities of the university I write of indulge in that pursuit by way of relaxation, and tea was taken to the accompaniment of a discussion which golfing persons can imagine for themselves, but which the conscientious writer has no right to inflict upon any non-golfing persons. The conclusion arrived at was that certain strokes might have been better, and that in certain emergencies neither player had experienced that amount of luck which a human being has a right to expect. It was now that the friend, let us call him Professor Binks, took up the framed engraving and said, "'What's this place, Williams?' "'Just what I am going to try to find out,' said Williams, going to the shelf for a gazetteer. "'Look at the back. Something the hall, either in Sussex or Essex. Half the name's gone, you see. You don't happen to know it, I suppose.' "'It's from that man Britnell, I suppose, isn't it?' said Binks. "'Is it for the museum?' "'Well, I think I should buy it if the price was five shillings,' said Williams.' but for some unearthly reason he wants two guineas for it. I can't conceive why. It's a wretched engraving, and there aren't even any figures to give it life. It's not worth two guineas, I should think, said Binks. But I don't think it's so badly done. The moonlight seems rather good to me, and I should have thought there were figures, or at least a figure, just on the edge in front. Let's look, said Williams. Well, it's true, the light is rather cleverly given. Where's your figure? Oh, yes, just the head, in the very front of the picture. 
and indeed there was hardly more than a black blot on the extreme edge of the engraving, the head of a man or woman, a good deal muffled up, the back turned to the spectator and looking towards the house. Williams had not noticed it before. Still, he said, though it's a cleverer thing than I thought, I can't spend two guineas of museum money on a picture of a place I don't know. Professor Binks had his work to do and soon went. And very nearly up to hall time, Williams was engaged in a vain attempt to identify the subject of his picture. If the vowel before the NG had only been left, it would have been easy enough, he thought. But as it is, the name may be anything from Guestingly to Langley. And there are many more names ending like this than I thought. And this rotten book has no index of terminations. A hall in Mr. Williams's college was at seven. It need not be dwelt upon.